Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Go for it. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Ben Simmons really is, he's got to be the biggest loser in sports. No? I mean, we talked about this a couple weeks ago, how soft he is. I mean, come on, dude, really. What a horrible move the Nets made bringing him in. Um, and I mean, look, no surprises, not even worth discussing at this point. But the fact that the Nets are going to be in the playoffs and he's going to be a non-factor, I mean, just just pathetic. He should be embarrassed and ashamed of himself. And look, if he's dealing with mental health issues, I'm not going to be insensitive to that. I understand all that. But, I mean, dude, you, you, you got to you gotta get on the floor. Back issues? Come on, bro. Then retire. Retire already. And how about Mara talking about the flex games? And I agree with him. You know, I never you don't think about that if you don't go to these games. And I don't. I hate going to football games, especially here in New York. The traffic getting in, the traffic getting home, it's just not worth it. There's no way. And I know that, you know, a lot of people have it as a tradition with their family. And I understand that and respect that. And I think that's cool. For me, it was not a thing. So it's more of a hassle going to these games. Plus, I just like watching football on TV much better. So you want to flex a game from Sunday to Thursday? What the hell do I care? But Mara brings up a great point for the fans who are looking at these schedules and looking at the game saying, oh, 1 o'clock game, okay, we could take the family out to this one, and that gets moved to a Thursday. That's ridiculous. That should not be able to be the case. You can't just cater to TV all the time for for everybody watching on TV as opposed to the people – in that building, I think it was a nice gesture by Marrett at least acknowledge that he's thinking of the customer, as he should be. Anyway, while you were sleeping, we started the show talking about the Mets and the Yankees. And, you know, just that I feel like the Yankees are a more complete team at the moment. Now, what does that mean at the moment? Nothing, because the way the rosters are right now are not going to be this way in the coming days or in the coming weeks, months, however long it takes here for guys to get called up, for acquisitions to be made via trade, potentially, whatever it may be. Whatever the rosters are now, it's not going to be that way come August or September. And that's what matters here. But right now, as we sit here today, I think the Yankees are more complete and have a better chance of getting in the World Series because of their division, because of the league that they're in. 
where you look at the Mets and the Mets just don't have any margin for error. And the Mets are good. Don't get me wrong. They're good. Lineup is okay. Starting rotation should be good. Bullpen took a hit, obviously, without Edwin Diaz, but they should be okay. But we talk about World Series or bust expectations for both these teams. I think the Yankees are closer to achieving that goal than the Mets are as of today. Doesn't mean the Mets can't become better. Doesn't mean the Mets won't be better. But as of right now, I feel like I trust the Yankees a little bit more. And maybe a big reason for that is the Yankees' injuries in this spring weren't death blows the way that Edwin Diaz was to the Mets. I mean, of course, the Mets lose their closer for the entire year. Yankees lose their number two guy in the rotation until early May. Yankees lose Harrison Bader for, you know, probably a few weeks. You'd sign for that if you were the Mets with Diaz. Oh, how long is he going to be out? Three months? Sign me up. No, instead, you get eight months. It's the entire year. And maybe that whole feel, because being lucky is a lot uh, or has a lot to do with being successful in sports. And the Mets clearly this year, right out of the gate, showing that they're not lucky. It's unfortunate. And look, maybe it's just, you know, trying to curb the in- the expectations with both these teams this year. Because, you know, for a, a large portion of the winter, it was, oh, both these teams, you know, Subway Series and It can happen. The highest of expectations. Mets have the highest payroll. Yankees are the Yankees. I don't see it right now for either of these teams. Even though I say the Yankees are more likely, I don't see a World Series for either of these teams as currently constructed. 877-337-6666. Taco Frank calling from Hamilton, New Jersey. Good morning, Taco Frank. Hello, Taco Frank. Is he there? What's going on here? What's up, brother? Yo, Taco, what, are you, what are you sleeping? What's going on over there? <laughs> no, brother. Baseball's back, man. This is awesome. And uh, you posed a great question before to the Yankee fans, man. I I heard you said, how much has our life changed since 09? But you know what I'm going to hit you with, buddy. How much has your life changed since 86? <laughs> yeah, I mean, significantly, obviously. But 09 is <laughs> close enough. You know what about you? You shake you shake these pom poms for what was it? 2015, buddy. Who cares? Well, they were in the World Series. That's the point. It doesn't matter. They were in the World Series, though. The Yankees haven't been in one since '09. Why are you so sensitive? Would you rather have an '015 loss or an '09 win? Let me ask you that. No, I'd rather have an '09 win. (laughs) Of course. So. Right, but, I mean, but but it's different. I mean, you know, the the point is, it just accentuates. Uh, but the, it's, hor- it's horrible. It's horrible. We haven't been in. Well, it accentuates years, the point that even the lowly Mets, BC, before Cohen, even the Mets made the World Series more recently than the Yankees. I get your point, buddy. But you you like to you like to dig it in, you know. You come after us, buddy. So I'm not digging it. I've been kissing the Yankees rear end all morning long. Will you stop it? Come on now. Uh, you have been, buddy. You're always good with it, man. I'm, I'm thrilled that we kept uh, Volpe up. And, uh, I mean, I just can't wait for the start of baseball. I'm, I'm just hoping that, you know, this weekend I'm not watching two-hour and three-minute games. You know, I, I'm not looking for the four-hour games, but, you know, I hope it's uh, it's going to be reasonable. And I, you know, I think that, you know, everybody's got to give the changes a shot, and especially the the old baseball heads, you know, guys like us, 
you know, I, I don't want to get down on it right away. I mean, I, you know, I hope somebody's not going right back to 90 steals, you know, because the bases right. are bigger, and the throwovers. But do you think they end up putting a, I mean, I wonder where they draw the line with some of this stuff. Did they end up putting a limit on how many times the catcher can throw, you know, behind the runner? And, you know, if, if you just wonder what it leads to in a couple yeah, of years. Yeah, uh, right, because there's going to be reaction to stuff that goes wrong. I mean, it's just it's just the nature of the beast. And plus, Rob Manford basically said, oh, it's going to be a work in progress, which, oh, yeah, what could go wrong? What a great idea that is. Yeah, let's rule change as we go along here. I mean, this guy. If you, I, I, I beg that they get a different commissioner. All due respect. Nah, I, I'm with you on that. And, uh, hey, side note, man, I don't know if you touched on it, but, uh, you know, a little ridiculous with, with some of the, the swipes that uh, – deal with taking at you and stuff man especially when he, he you know you guys kind of came up together and you know you, you'd think he'd be a little more respectful especially since he you know unfortunately with with carton getting in trouble it's kind of the only reason he got the job yeah, but i don't i i heard it though and thanks for the call taco frank i heard it i i did and both days i heard it i did not think it was bad yesterday and you, you have to understand that it's again we exaggerate for effect at times my only issue with this whole thing is they are neglecting to tell the facts of the situation. Certain things have been factual, but others have been fictional. And then they're just going to keep harping on that. And here's why it's not a fair fight, because they have a bigger audience than I do. So what they say matters more. More people will hear what they say, even though it is not factually correct, than people that will hear what I say, which is the actual truth. As a matter of fact, this whole thing started because the the idea of like me being a leash and trying to hang on and get things, I, that is just not me. I don't I, I don't want anything extra. I mean, obviously, it's a great um, benefit or perk or whatever you want to say. And I was very excited for the opportunity to go with Gio. We had a great night the night that he took me into that Islander suite after he got invited by Ledecky. And then I had a a very nice night with my nephew when they again invited me. But the only time that I actually asked for something was when it was about a year ago at this time, I was desperate to take my nephew to Rangers playoff games. And I wanted to buy a Rangers postseason strip if possible. I texted Gio out of desperation, knowing that it was a long shot. But like I said, I just wanted to make sure I, I did everything I could to be able to buy these tickets. Hey, do you know anybody at the Garden, you or Boomer, know anybody at the Garden that I could buy playoff tickets to, through? And he said, no, I'm sorry, can't help you. It's a tough one, whatever. Then... Maybe weeks, if not months later. Actually, it might have been it was for the following year because that was last year during the playoffs. After that, you know, be, earlier this year, he said, hey, I know you wanted to take your nephew to a game. I might have a hookup. Give me some dates, and I'll see if I can make it happen. I gave him a date for the Islander game. So, again, I'm not asking him at this particular point. He is offering because I asked about the Rangers. He couldn't help. And now Gio, being kind, offering me his potential hookup to take my nephew to a game. I bring up the Oiler game because my nephew wants to see McDavid. That's his favorite guy. Gio said that the contact, whatever, fell through, couldn't make it happen. I go to the Oiler game on my own. Meet McDavid on my own. Actually, my nephew met McDavid. I did not. Got a puck from him and everything. It worked out perfectly. Then Gio came through saying that my other 
contact fell apart, but I got invited into the owner's suite. I'll invite you, and you could take a guest. You could bring your nephew if you want, whoever. And it was at that point where I was like, well, I'm not going to take my nephew to the owner's suite. That doesn't make any sense. I want to go party in the owner's suite. So I took an adult. My buddy Eddie Erickson used to work here. It was me, Gio, Gio's buddy, and Eddie Erickson. And we had a great night. From that, that story then got told again. And the Islanders, I believe, heard that part of it that I was trying to take my nephew. And then that's when they reached out to me and said, we'd love to have you and your nephew specifically. So that's how that whole thing went down. It wasn't like I was asking Gio to go to these games with the Islanders or asking the Islanders. That never happened. It's just not true. So Boomer uh, can joke all he wants about it. It's it's not true. What is true is I've had more meaningful conversations with Boomer's daughter, who I met once, than I've had with Boomer in 20 years of working with him. <laughs> I mean, that, I don't even talk to Boomer. By the way, Boomer got a, a nice mention, and, and that doesn't mean that I don't like him. Of course I love Boomer. But I'm just saying, like, it's, it's not – he doesn't even – He's getting stuff from Geo that's exaggerated, and then he's running with it. Boomer got a mention in that air movie that I saw last night. David Falk, the agent, who seemed like a complete jerk in one of the scenes in the movie, said uh, he was he was talking to the guy who was trying to get uh, you know Nike involved with Jordan, and he goes, "Oh, we just brought on Boomer Sizing, good looking kid, something like that." But I was like, "Oh, Boomer mentioned." Anyway, the last thing on this, and I'm not going to address this ever again. The There was a caller that called. Mike in Stanford called Boomer and Geo yesterday after they were, you know, having a poke in front of me or whatever. And he said that I blew him off in the owner's box, which is complete BS. Another thing, that there's the, and that's where I know that Geo's has my back because that's something that's serious. Like, come on. It, it, don't be saying that on the air where you might have people actually thinking that I am blowing them off, which is ridiculous. And Geo had my back and I'm saying there's no way that that happened. Now, I will say that it's possible that Mike was in the booth. I don't think he was lying about that. And it's possible he said something to me, but I didn't hear him. And I've said hello and, and talked to plenty of people that night, at least five, six people in that booth. Talking to him, even on my way out, I got stopped twice. Hey, Sal, what's going on? I was about to leave. I'm standing with my nephew and having conversations with people, taking pictures, whatever. Like, it's that's not that I would never blow somebody off or, or turn somebody down or, or ignore somebody. It is possible that I just didn't hear him. It was actually kind of crazy. And there was like a ton of people. So I apologize if Mike and Stanford did say hello or try to get my attention, and I didn't hear him. But believe me, it was not intentional if, in fact, that did happen. But that was such a BS thing, dude. I, I did not blow anybody off. I didn't. I either didn't hear you or didn't see you. And he said he also tweeted me, well, I don't read the comments. So you got to either call the show or figure out a better way because I'm not reading the Twitter comments. Anyway, that does it for that. I'm not talking about that anymore. That's the facts.
It is what it is. No big. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this. Why? A lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet uses during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Baseline underneath, bank shot. No, Ewing slams in the follow. And the Knicks go up by one with 26 seconds remaining. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. The buzzer sounds, and the New York Knickerbockers are going back to the NBA Finals. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Seven three three seven sixty six sixty six is the number to call. Going to five a.m. the warm up show with Alan Jerry. First of two for me today. A little double dip. The early early day and the late night. I'll be back on tonight following the Nets game, but we'll be reacting to the Knicks and Heat and talking some more opening day as we get set for the Mets and Yankees tomorrow to get their season underway. Eric is calling from Ron Conkham. What's up, Eric? Hey, Sal, good morning. Uh, so how was that air movie? It was great. It's must-watch. you got to see it. Okay, yeah, because I saw the trailer when I went to uh, see Creed, and it looked good. And uh, Two hours. I mean, I, the movie was two hours, and there was not okay. one lull. It was fast-paced, oh, wow. fast excellent acting, excellent storytelling the whole way through. I cannot recommend it enough. Okay. I mean, I've never been the biggest uh, basketball fan, but I really enjoyed the uh, ESPN, uh, you know, when they did it on the Bulls and everything. So that uh, well, it's not about, uh, yeah. but it's not necessarily about basketball. It's about how Nike became. So I came up with the idea, right? Yeah. yeah well, so, how they became huge. How how Nike became what it is today. Put it that way. Right. Right. Gotcha. And you know, you usually can't go wrong with uh, Affleck and uh, Damon. So that's. Uh, they were great. And Jason yeah. Bateman, as we were talking about earlier in the show, he's he's so underrated. I love him and everything. He might have been my favorite part of, of this movie. Really? Oh, that's, that's right. I forgot he's in that. Yeah, it, uh, yeah. He plays, I think, uh, some marketing guy or whatever. I don't know. But he's he's terrific in it. 
Right. All right. Yeah. So that, that that'll be on my list. But uh, um, you know, look, I, I I'm not surprised at all about the reaction to the uh, the Thursday flex. I mean, quite honestly, I mean, who would want to? Because that, that that really kind of screws up a lot of people's schedules. I mean, the players are, I know are not overly thrilled whenever they play Thursday because then it changes the whole uh, off time and everything in between games and and everything. So it's, uh, I'm sure it's uh, uh, you know more of a negative for the majority of the people than it is a positive. I mean, and and quite honestly, I, I think the only reason the NFL is looking to do that is because they know most of their Thursday night matchups are terrible. So. <laughs> You know, I, I, I get it. Al Michaels will be happy. Thursday Night Football will be yeah. happy. But you can't inconvenience the fans right. to that extent. And I know that the fans, in this case, are the minority of people because the people viewing at home, the audience is far greater, right, than the actual people attending the football game. But so, still, sure. but it's just not right. Yeah. You can't do that. As someone who plans, yeah. you know, I look at these games, and the same thing, if you're traveling and a lot of fans travel, it's not just the home team Fans, the road team fans yeah. come in. They plan right, around it. Yep. Yeah, hotels, yeah. flights, all that stuff. Like you, you. I hate when they move the times, and that's a significant change. Right. I mean, because it's a lot easier to work with even the late Sunday. It's a lot easier to work around a work schedule than it is a Thursday or a Friday. Right. But, uh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, um, I I liked uh, the potential lineup that Jim Duquette threw on there yesterday. Um. You know, I noticed he had the, the DH down, the, what, the eighth slot, I believe. Um, yeah, which but, I was a little uh, surprised, pleasantly surprised to see, where we did uh, on yesterday, Eric's referring to Baseball Night in New York on SNY, and we had Jim Duquette do a uh, a Mets lineup for opening day, and he had Vogelback, I think, hitting eighth. Yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, in all honesty, I mean, where else would you put him? I mean, I, I, mean, I hate to say it. I mean, that's probably where he belongs. I mean, I don't know much about Navarre's. Uh, you know, as far as his hitting ability, but uh, you know, I, I could see why uh, you'd have him down near the end as well. I, I, I personally would uh, like McNeil uh, sixth. I, I don't remember where he was in that lineup yesterday, but uh, yeah, he he, he might have had him fifth, but okay. he, he's not a true five hitter. I I don't know what they're going to do with that. I'd be curious to see. And thank you, as always, Eric, for the call. Be curious to see what Buck does with McNeil. He hit. He didn't hit anywhere exclusively last year, and I think he might have hit sixth more often, as a matter of fact, than he did fifth. He is probably best suited as a. And think about this: this guy we're talking about a batting champion, but he's best suited as a six hitter. They need somebody in that five hole with power. That is a. They were missing it last year. It was a clear hole in that lineup, and it's the same thing this year. Same thing. Correa was supposed to be that guy. Obviously, he's not. They got to go get that guy. It's not Vogelback. And that is why, for those of you who say, oh, Vogelback's not that bad. Oh, I like Vogelback. If he were any good, he would be locked in and penciled in in that five spot, and you feel comfortable about it. Now, maybe he will be hitting fifth in that order. But I don't think he's a true number five hitter. I don't think he provides that power. Big party calling from New Hyde Park. What's up, big party? Hey, good morning, Sal. How's it going? Great. How are you? All right. Not bad. So real quick, definitely looking forward to seeing that uh, air movie. Now that you amping it up a little more. So I'm going to check that out. And then um, regarding the new rules. So I was thinking about this. I said, don't you think the pitchers already have enough on their mind 
you know, they got a had a strategy to how they're going to pitch uh, certain batters with a one-two count, two and one count, all and two. And now they got to be worried about throwing over however many times or having to release the pitch or in the in the being the pitching form with you know certain amount of time before the time runs out. You know who really needs the, the clock? Oh. The concession fans. That's who needs the clock. Yeah, well, that is one thing. That's a good point, Big Party. If these games are going that fast, then aren't they going to lose a little bit in in beer sales or whatever other concessions? Exactly. Before the clock, I was already losing an inning inning and a half. Now I'm going to easily lose two innings at the concession stands. So, yeah, you're right. Now I'm going to second think about, hey, do I want to go grab a drink? Because I'm going to miss something. Well, well also also not only that, you, you would you would think that it would lend itself to having more fans in the seat to watch the game because action is happening quicker. But you also know that the game is going to be shorter, so there's less time at these concession stands as well. Yeah, that and now you're paying a higher price to get to the games for a shorter experience. Do the do the math. Like would you want somebody if you're an owner of a team would you want somebody in your ballpark for three hours, three and a half hours, walking around spending money, or two hours, or two two and a half hours? Obviously, you'd want them there all night. I want them there all night. So what, what's the solution? We, I thought about this already. What he's going to do, or what owners are going to do, jack up the prices. Right. Probably to make up yeah, for the lost time. Number. Are you going to opening day? I am probably not. Are you? I'll be there. Me and my... Uh, 80 to 100 friends. I do an annual tailgate party outside of the parking lot. I bring a food truck out. I bring a DJ out. Get about 80, 100 friends of mine, and we do it up from like 8 o'clock in the morning. Right oh, my. Whoa. I mean, that is a pretty <laughs> – that is a big uh, a big party. Big party. There, there it is. So if you ever want to come down, you're more than welcome to join us. Oh, where do you do it? Where is it, where is it held? Right across the street from City Field. So the NTA parking lot. Uh, on which side? That, oh, that's so that's near the tennis center on that side, under the train. So if you're looking, if you're looking at Tom Seaver's statue, yeah, across the street. Okay, across the street, right, right, like it's the right underneath the overpass that goes that with the L I double R. So you're uh, so you're inviting me to hang out at this party? Absolutely. Let me just Absolutely. check. Let me just check with Geo first. And thanks for the call, big party. Let me just check with Geo and see if I'm allowed to go to your big party. <laughs> just kidding um by the way did you guys hear about the k corner oh my god i love that please you gotta did be they say up. though what's gonna be there it just said food and beverages i no, didn't see I, anything specific i think it's gonna be a bar like it's taking over mcfadden's the way i read it was that it's taking over mcfadden's it's now called the k corner Okay, what was there last year? I Nothing. Drove by, like there, there was some weird, like it looked like a to-go kind of area. I, I thought it was nothing. I didn't think that they had anything there for sale. Maybe that was further down towards left field because there was something I went by last year didn't go in. I'm pretty sure. I, I can't swear to this. Um, my memory is foggy, especially at this hour. Um, but I'm pretty sure there was nothing there where I guess the pandemic shut down McFadden's and they never had anything in its place, and now they unveil the K-Corner. It is just so perfect because they're tying in Mets history to it. That, sh- that spot should be open. It is the perfect, 
before and after spot for Met fans to go hang out. I love it. I can't Another wait Another reason to say thank you, Steve Cohen. Yeah, really. It really is. My only issue with that is getting home afterward because I don't really like taking the train to these games. But if you're going out to the K corner and, you know, you want to have a couple of drinks. How long are you allowed to stay in the parking lot if you drive? Good question. Because I drive to pretty much every game. Yeah, that's the thing. So you're not, I mean, you do want to go hang and maybe you go pregame then there. Right. Well, so, well, I'll probably do it like when my dad and I go on the weekday games, we'll get there at like 5.15. So normally we just go up to the club, but uh, every now and then we'll just go hang out at K-Corner instead because after the games, he goes home and I come here. I would love to do like a post-game show there. Well, you would oh. think between working here, the, I mean, not that they're on WFM, but the Metro on an Odyssey station, or you're on SNY. Yeah, that's a good point. Maybe you I'll would think one of the two, like, you know, you guys can't do baseball night in New York from there one day? Yeah, it's just logistically, you know, the uh, amount of, uh, you know, people that they need to go out there, then cost and all that stuff. Uh, it, you know, maybe it's not worth it from that perspective, but it would be so cool to be able to do a show from the K corner. You should pitch it. There has to be one day this year where they were able to make it work. Yeah, or we could just do a, a group hangout again and, and go have some fun there. And it doesn't cost anything to get in there other than the tab. Drinks on me! 877-337-6666. Maury is in Belmore. Good morning, Maury. Good morning. Great show, Great show, Sal. I was going to say I'm excited. I woke up this morning and I, I thought today was opening day. I was getting ready to go to the Bronx. But I'm like, wait, wait, one more day. One more day. I'm getting excited. But one more day. I was thinking about what these stadiums, but I was going to talk about some bets I was going to lay down, how many strikeouts to Grom, uh, who will have the most uh, wins, and I think any pitcher in that St. Louis team might be a good bet for the year. But then I was thinking, what the stadium would really good. How about opening up like a scores men's club in the corner of the K-Corner? No, no, I think think we're good. I think we're good with the way that it is. Oh, you do? Yeah. I, I would say that'd be a pretty exciting ballpark if that ever happened. Well, I mean, uh, let's hope that the the team itself is providing the primary entertainment. The entertainment. I get you, yeah. Sal. I get you. And listen, uh, looking forward to to opening day, and I uh, love the show, pal. Well, thank you, Maury. I appreciate that. That's, um, uh, you know, not the best idea there, Maury. Remember, City Field is a kid-friendly place and a terrific environment. I just love the idea that it's going to be start to be built up around there all those years going to Shea Stadium and not having anything around there and waiting and dreaming about a brand new ballpark. Then the new ballpark finally opens and it was great, but still a lot of things missing or off about it slowly, but surely. I mean, we talk about 2009 with the Yankees, the last time they were in the world series. I mean, that's when city field opened. It's been a while now, but slowly, but surely over the years, it got cleaned up and it's going to become even better now. With all the new additions, whether it is the big screen, the new amenities, the K corner, the area around City Field being built up in the next, you know, 10, 15 years, whatever, uh, is going to be one of the places to be. And as somebody who's been to a lot of different ballparks around the country, there are, you know, even like in St. Louis, which was. And I would never want to go back there again. The ballpark is beautiful, and they have a great area of just bars and restaurants right behind the ballpark. It's so cool. A lot of these spots have that, where you could go hang out, and you can go to the game, and then there's hangout areas all around the place. It's an event. It's a thing to do. 
especially with the games potentially being shorter. Might be a while, but I'm looking forward to when they build up around the city field, you know, area over there. But I do love this K corner thing. McFadden's is cool too. I've spent plenty of time at McFadden's over the years, but the K corner should be even better just because of the nostalgia of the name. And I'm sure they'll have cool memorabilia and stuff like that up there. I'm sure Doc will be making an appearance or two there. 877-337-6666. We'll finish up with your calls on the other side. Whatever it is you want to discuss on this Wednesday morning, opening day tomorrow. How you feeling about the Yankees and the Mets? Knicks heat tonight. Big game as far as that goes. Although the Knicks have kind of settled in to that fifth spot. But Miami... If the Knicks aren't careful, Miami may be able to catch them. Uh, you know, and it would start with a win tonight. And you got the Devils and Rangers tomorrow night as well in a huge game out at the Rock. Lots of big games here over the next 48 hours, starting with the Knicks and the Heat tonight. 877-337-6666. All that, by the way, will we still wait on an official Aaron Rodgers word or decision as reports are saying that it's closer uh, to to you know to getting done. Eventually, it'll get done. But the the matter is, uh, what is it going to get done for, and when exactly is it going to get done? But the reports are saying we're getting closer to a deal. Let's hope that that's the case, so we could all put it behind us and move on, and then focus on Odell. We have a mic, and you have a phone. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit superbook.com. On the fan going old 5 a.m. The warm-up show with Al and Jerry. Your calls until then, 877-337-6666. This is it for Fleegs. 15 minutes, and then you're on vacation, Fleegs. See, when do you come back? Next Wednesday morning? Yeah, uh, we, uh, Tuesday night, Wednesday morning. Tuesday night, Wednesday morning, which is right, the same shift. So it's about right, week, same as right now. And you'll be in Vegas that whole time. No, you get back Tuesday morning, you said? Yeah, we're on the Monday night red-eye out. And then Tuesday morning, I'll get home, sleep all day, come here. How's the the wife feel about this? Has she been you know, on top of you a little bit? Like No, she's totally fine. No, there's no, you know, like, hey, be on your best behavior. Behavior. I know Vegas, bachelor party, you know, could get a little out of control. Nothing, no issues there? Uh, Maybe I'll get that speech later today. We'll see. (laughs) Right. As you start to get antsy heading out the door, packing your bags, like, see you later, honey. Now, Michael, make sure everything's okay. Uh, It's it's a great time. Man, I haven't been to Vegas. When was the last time you were in Vegas, Fleeks? Recently? Oh, no, not for, not since I was a kid. So, like, before you could even legally better? Wow. Wow. Yeah, I don't think I've been since 2007-ish. I said this before, 2007. Matter of fact, it might have been when I last went with Moose and Geo. You know, that, uh, the, the, well, whatever, we don't need to get into that. But there was some, there was some fun had on that trip. Was that the McMonagle trip, or that one happened earlier? I think that was earlier, but I'm not 100% sure. There were two trips back-to-back years, one of which, I don't know if Giannotti was on, I think Giannotti came to one 
And I don't know if that's the one that we met McMonagle or not. So it probably was two different trips. Uh, but I forget the exact uh, time. I mean, no, you say who's working now? Who worked those? You know, who worked at the fan those years when you guys all left? Good question. Because I think I was full time at that time. I think the year we went with Geo was before McMonagle. I want to say the year after it was just Moose, me, Monzo, and then that's when we met McMonagle. I'm pretty sure. But the year before that, it was me, Moose, Monzo, and and Giannotti, um, which was just a historic trip. Um, certain memorable moments. Anyway, uh, what was the point of that? Oh, yeah, that was a long time ago now. I have not been back there since, and I doubt my wife would ever let me go there again. But enjoy it. You'll love it. 877-337-6666. Mitchell is calling from Fort Lee. Mitchell, good morning. Good morning, Sal. How are you, my friend? Where have you been, Mitchell? I'm still waiting on my merch. Yeah, well, unfortunately, I had a little uh, mouth surgery, and uh, I've been out. I've been out of commission for about a week now. So, oh, I'm, I'm sorry to hear that. What happened? Yeah. I had a I had an infection in my tooth. So I had a root canal, and then the root canal didn't work, so I had to pull the tooth, and then I had another infection, so I had to be on antibiotics. It's just been a it's been a mess for about a week. Wow, well, sorry to hear to that. Go. It doesn't sound yeah, pleasant. I, no, it wasn't. But uh, we'll, you'll have this stuff in probably the next uh, 48 no, hours. No, no, no. I'm just messing with you. Take your time. I'm just messing around. Okay. Okay. I know, I know, Sal. Number one, uh, first I forgot to ask you, how was your trip to uh, Florida for that uh, crazy weekend? Did everything work out okay? It was great. Timing worked out okay. Had a lot of fun in the three days. So it was it was terrific to be down there in Port okay. St. Lucie. Thank you for asking. Okay. Okay. Thanks. You're welcome. Now, getting back to the Yankees now. You know, I'm a diehard Yankee fan, and, you know, I looked at the season and said, well, we look where we're going into, and now look where we start today. Our pitching staff is in a disaster right now. We have, you know, we had injuries up to Gazoo, but we have Volpe. So I'm, I'm very interested to see what the Yankees do now. And, uh, Sal, do you know when any chance, who, who, uh, when the Yankees take it to the last outfield today? Has the Yankees announced it yet, or they still uh, haven't decided that yet? Uh, the last I saw, I don't think that they did announce it. But that's the last that I saw. It's possible I missed it. Um, but I don't believe that they did decide on that yet. Okay. And now going into the Mets. Did you get you your know, season tickets? Yes, I did, Sal. I have my season tickets. I'm waiting for you to come to join me for a game. Uh, I don't know about that. You know, any, you know anybody who could come pick me up and take me there maybe? Yeah, maybe. I, I know. I know somebody <laughs> might do that. I don't know. I don't know if I could go to the Bronx, Mitchell, all the way to the Bronx. I know. Why, Sal? It's a great game, great food. You got bars outside, like you're saying that the Mets are going to have in another uh, couple of years. Well, it'll be a fun time. I got four seats, front row by Judge. You'll have a good time. Sal. All right, I'm, I'm in. I, I promise you, I will. I will go to at least a game with you this year. I appreciate the invite. I will go. Okay, fine. Now, getting to your Mets team, you know, all the hype is with the Mets. But I don't understand the Mets organization. Why is Brady not here? Why do they not bring the kid up? The kids that had a great, uh, you know, uh, preseason and everything. Why is he not up here? Why are they keeping down? Are they keeping him because of the money and want to wait the extra no. twenty days and then bring him? Up? No, I don't think that he's that he's ready. And thank you for the call, Mitchell. And good luck to your Yankees starting. Uh, we know with the opener tomorrow. I I, I just don't believe that Beatty is ready. The Mets are not bringing those guys up until their games are complete, where there are no holes in their game. I mean, that's just how it is. They're not going to force the issue. They're not going to have these guys learn at the major league level. And by the way, that's how it should be. This is New York. These are teams with high expectations. It should not be learning at the major league level like we saw so often with the Mets 
from, let's say, 2011 on. Learn in the minors. Beatty's got to get better defensively. They want their games to be airtight. Beatty, Alvarez, I think Vientos is close. And you may see him sooner than later, depending on what happens. You know, with the health of Nimmo, and it sounds like Nimmo's going to be ready to go, but the fact that they have LeCastro on the roster. See, I thought for sure once they DFA'd Ruff, it would have meant Vientos was going to take his place. But that was not the case. They sent Vientos down and then DFA'd Ruff and ended up keeping LeCastro. Which would at least make you think that maybe something is up where they want to have insurance with an extra outfielder to where maybe they have Nimmo DHing and Fam in center field and then they could use LeCastro late. But to just have that outfielder on the bench in the event that maybe something isn't 100% with Nimmo. I'm just speculating, of course, because... It doesn't make any sense to me that Vientos would not be on the roster in place of Ruff, who could be a right-handed DH and who can back up Alonzo at first. But maybe they want Vientos to get more seasoning and regular bats at AAA. There are many factors that go into it. But the bottom line, to answer your question, why aren't these guys up here? It's really two reasons. One, they aren't ready. Two, there isn't a position. I love everybody that's comparing the Volpe situation to Beatty. It's totally different. There was an opening at shortstop. The Yankees came into the year with an opening at shortstop. There was going to be a competition. It was Peraza's job to lose. Volpe went out there and won it. But they needed a shortstop. The Mets don't need a third baseman right now. They have Eduardo Escobar. That's a big difference. Even with catcher, the Mets have their two catchers. Now, where this gets tricky is even though the Mets have their catchers, even though the Mets have their third baseman in Escobar, they need a DH. So then the question becomes, at what point you know, how short of a leash does Vogelback have? At what point did they decide to bring up Vientos, because I would assume that's first, to DH? And then what happens if Beatty is ready in a month or two? Do they bring him up and have Escobar DH? These are all things that are going to be factored in. But the DH spot and the inability of the Mets to actually get a good hitter, whether it's Dom Smith, J.D. Davis, Robinson Cano, Ruff, Vogelback, all these guys are primary reasons for why Mets fans want to see one of the young kids up here because they need some offense. They need a DH. So even though there's not a spot at third or a catcher, You know, Mets fans could say, well, just plug him in at DH. The problem with that is that it hurts 
their growth as an all-around ball player. Francisco Alvarez cannot be just DHing at the big league level. He's got to be catching every day. And he's going to get to do that in the minors. That's why they're down there. That's it. And if you start throwing fits about it or get worked up about it, just remember, it's only April. And yes, the games do matter. But this roster right now, which is not good enough to win the World Series, it will get upgraded. There will be improvement. And there will be an opportunity, you know, hopefully, if everything stays okay, you know, health-wise, until the deadline, there will be opportunities to improve this ball club. Joe is calling from Bay Ridge, New York. What's up, Joe? Hey, Sal. Good morning. How we doing? Good, Joe. How are you? All right, all right, great. Uh, big Mets fan. Why didn't we try and sign Josh Bell as a DH? You know, I'm surprised that we didn't even try instead of letting him go to Cleveland. I, I, I thought he would have been the perfect DH, switch header and whatnot. I was just shocked we didn't even make an offer. Yeah, have I, a would, great day, I would have. I will thank you, Joe. You have a great day. I would have liked Josh Bell last year. This year, I kind of understood it. I mean, look, would he be an upgrade? Over what they have at DH, yes. I mean, I'd rather, much rather have Josh Bell than Daniel Vogelback. Last year was the was the year to go get Bell, but maybe you know they didn't want to. Um, they they weren't able to get him in the you know the the package deal with uh, Soto. You know, maybe they didn't want to overpay individually to get him if that opportunity was there before they made that trade. I wouldn't have been opposed to Josh Bell, but. Remember, you can't just go spend on everybody. And the Mets have made some good moves with the bullpen. And I would argue that that's more important than bringing in Josh Bell, who I just don't view as a difference maker. Yes, better than Vogelback, but is he a difference maker where the guys in the bullpen could be? And obviously in that rotation, adding... Verlander, Senga, Quintana. Even though Quintana is down now, you get the point. But it's not about the young guys. It's not about Josh Bell. It's about the guys who are here. And we'll have an opportunity a little bit later on to discuss it further as we get closer and closer to opening day tomorrow. Yanks and Giants and the Bronx. And the Mets and Marlins in Miami. Thanks to EJ for all his help. Thanks to Fleegs. Fleegs, have a great trip. We'll see you when you get back. We appreciate each and every one of you who listened and who called. I'll be back again tonight following the Nets game. So stay tuned for part two of the Double Dip. And, of course, coming up next, it's the warm-up show with Alan Jerry. See you later. Sports Radio 101.9 FM. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. 
Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.